I ran Michigan. I don't even know what he's thinking. He's just a complete brickhead. Uh, Brady Kachunk. Thomas is my best friend. I got a lot of good looking dudes on my team. You just got nuked. I just them. I just them. We'll see. everyone and welcome to episode Peter Regan of Elite Sense Brain. As always, I am Viata and I am joined by my wonderful, hilarious, funniest person in the world co-host, Twitter user at Erickson Spreader. How's it going? Oh my gosh, I'm doing so well. That's the nicest intro ever. What the heck? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I agree. just <laughs> wow um i expected you to because it's just the, it's just a, the truth it's a fact um it's just us today no guests hope i hope everyone enjoyed our last episode we were discussing this like before we started recording i enjoyed it a lot i hope there were even more tangents than were left in um but sadly only we were privy to those so sucks to be you i guess if anyone wants to hear my 10 minute long explanation of the Shadowhunter Chronicles as someone who was deep in that fandom and kind of still is, uh, leave us a comment. Maybe we'll we'll release it as a special episode <laughs> one day. It was awesome. It answered so many questions I had. <laughs> it was so nice to like hear from an expert, but... Yeah. I, I am nothing if not an expert on the Shadowhunter Chronicles. Those are the two things I can like talk about for hours. Shadowhunter Chronicles and the Ottawa Senators. Perfect. <laughs> so anyways, speaking of the Ottawa Senators, not much has happened in the last two weeks. Not that we discussed the Ottawa Senators very much in our last episode either, but um, the one... Well, there were sort of two things that happened. And one... Obviously, the thing everyone was waiting for is the Debrinket trade. What were your thoughts on that? Okay, well, I take issue with that everyone was waiting for it, because until the very end, if you follow me on Twitter, you know this, I did not think it was going to happen. I oh, literally, me either. Everyone was lying. I was like, no way he's actually going to get traded. I like was so, so delusional, and it made it hurt a lot. And then I was like really mean to him on Twitter, but like not like mean in a way where it's like, I didn't don't like threaten people like no one do that I didn't threaten him I was just like why was he not charmed by Josh Norris's meowing like have fun with that city of Detroit so like what's wrong with him why did he not immediately fall in love with all those players and want to stay here forever weirdo behavior if I'm being honest good riddance you weren't even that good Alex Debrinkit if any if you go back and listen to any of our episodes ignore everything we said <laughs> because we said all of those things under the assumption that you loved your teammates and wanted to stay here and now that we know that's not true we see everything in a whole different light yeah i agree um if we're doing taylor swift songs for former sends again let's do it for him i'll give him what's the most cut well, i'll give him better man <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that one works. I like that. Yeah. I did find it funny, though, that, like, for most of the offseason, like, for months, okay, there was at least a month before the trade, where every day I would open up Twitter, and it would be the same few people that I follow just posting, like, are we getting a Debrinket trade today? I'm waiting for the Debrinket trade. It's gonna happen today. And I was always like, guys, like, log off. 
go touch <laughs> some grass. I, I don't want to be that person, but like, honestly, those tweets made me feel so good about myself because I was like, wow, you guys are all just sitting around thinking about the Debrinket trade. Not me, though. Me, I, I have other things going on. Um, I only think about the Sens when there's something to think about. When there's nothing to think about, I'm like, I'm just going to go outside instead. Yeah, that's very awesome. The sad thing, though, is that I was doing so well like that. Like, when there's like, because it was the offseason, not much news. Like, they didn't do anything at the drafts. So I was like, whatever, I don't care. And then as soon as the Debrink trade broke, mm. I relapsed hard i posted a (laughs) lot on twitter man it's so sad like okay all things considered the return wasn't that bad they you know they got back some of the assets that they spent and everything i don't think it was a bad decision but just sucks to see another player decide he doesn't like ottawa and also like the thing that bothered me the most actually was if you remember a year ago when he got traded to ottawa there was, okay, I don't know if you, if you guys listening to this remember this, but remember that when he got traded, it took him several hours to even acknowledge the trade on social media, right? Like, didn't change his profile picture, didn't change his bio, and there was kind of a moment after, like, two hours of, like, euphoria on Twitter where we were all celebrating, where we were like, uh, hold on, where's Alex Dabrinkit in all this? Like, what does he think of this? <laughs> And eventually, you know, he did an interview and it seemed like he was fine and it was like, okay, all good. But we all had, I know we all had this moment of like panic as we thought, what if he's upset about this? However, this time around, he gets traded to Detroit and instantly his profile picture is a picture of him as a kid in a Detroit Red Wings jersey. Instantly he's tweeting about this. And I don't care that he had months to prepare for this, just like everybody on Twitter did. I'm still annoyed at him. Yeah. Like, also, like, oh, you, like, had a picture of you in a Detroit jersey when you were a kid. Like, whatever. Like, no one cares. Like, John Tavares defined the genre already. Like, no <laughs> one cares about you doing that. And also, okay, I don't know if everyone remembers listening. When Alex Brinko was traded to Ottawa, before he actually had to start playing under DJ Smith, he posted a really nice Players' Tribune, like, thing about, like, how, right? like, it was, like, how Ottawa, like, fits his vibe because, like, he's always been an underdog because, like, he's short and whatever, okay? And I was, like, that's lovely, and he does fit the vibe. But, and, like, okay, the thing that's so sad is that, like, there's literally nothing anyone could have done. He just, like, didn't like Ottawa, which it's, like, what the hell is wrong with you? It's the greatest city in the world. Like, does he realize that the weather was only this bad because of climate change and it's going to be bad everywhere else too? Yeah, exactly. And also, I hope Clodru never showed him that Putin spot in the CTC. Right? Or not the CTC, the literally the Canadian Tire. Not even the Canadian Tire Center. Just a Canadian Tire parking lot. Had poutine. This is a callback. I don't even know to what episode. But I hope he never ate that. Because he doesn't deserve it. Exactly. Uh, Although I guess, you know, in that episode, we made a joke about how, like, Travis Hamannick shouldn't eat the poutine. Clearly he did. Yeah, because Travis Hamannick is here to stay for, like, two more years or something. Uh, We don't even have to talk about that. I'm just going to get angry. (laughs) Yeah, not exactly the vibes around the Sens this offseason aren't exactly what they were last offseason. Um, and thankfully, as I said, I've been touching a lot more grass this season, even though the air is poisonous. 
I have been going outside. I have been discovering this like cool thing called the outdoors. Lots of people on Sun's Twitter could try it just on a day where the air doesn't kill you. Um, so I'm pretty glad that I have other things happening in my life and don't have to sit around thinking about how bad a lot of the moves that the Suns are making are. Same. Also, shout out to N95 still. If guys, they're still so helpful. And if the air is poisonous where you are and you want to take a walk, wear an N95. This episode is sponsored by N95s. Very true. And, you know, like, touch grass has, you know, become a term to mean, like, go outside and log off. However, we are living in a time where, like, you can touch grass and post at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I would say, like, you don't have to be literally touching grass. You can, like, go to a friend's house and hang out for a little bit. You can go to a museum with air conditioning in it. Like, there are lots of fun things you can do that are not being mad about Alex Dabrinkit and posting on the internet. Um, but make sure you still have notifications on for Elite Sense Brain um, yeah. and are listening to our podcast. But other than that, this is the only sense content you need to consume. Yeah, like, nothing else matters. You don't have to, like, th- we'll tell you what's important. As we haven't talked about the sense in, like, however long. That's because nothing was important. Also, like, do we think that, like, you know, like, the death of third spaces? I wonder if that contributes to, like, the brain rot. Because it's, like, there's no third space except Twitter now. So, like, (laughs) that's everyone's third space. Um, But, yeah, Alex Dabrinkit is gone. And we officially rescind the offer to get him Chipotle whenever and wherever. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was... Wow. There, there was a condition on that, and that was that he had to resign, or at least be intending to resign. We even tagged him. I tagged him in that tweet. And apparently that just wasn't good enough for him. Yeah, he only logs on to Twitter to change his profile picture to him as a kid in a Red Wings jersey. Ew. Oh, I'm gonna unfollow his wife on Instagram. I unfollowed him on Twitter. He doesn't post enough on Instagram for me to notice it, but I, I'm still seeing baby pictures on his wife's Instagram. I need to unfollow her before she starts posting about how happy she is to be in Detroit. Yeah, no one wants to hear it. Also, if you are listening to this and you post about the Detroit Red Wings, stop it. It's hurting my feelings. Everyone was, like, happy. I know. This was us last year. This is how the Chicago fans felt. Ugh. It's terrible. I hate to be back there, you know? Like, I thought I thought we had moved on. I thought we were now the team that got to gloat about getting everyone's favorite players. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope he never scores another goal. <laughs> he's <laughs> The worst thing is that he's obviously now going to be so good against the Sens, and they play in the same position. I know. Really he just he has that vibe. And also, it's just like, I wasn't even that upset about him getting traded. It was just the fact that it was Detroit. Yeah. That, like, ugh, no, I hate this. But Detroit, still not as good as Ottawa. Yeah, they're really not. Also, like, yeah, I wish he could have just, like, gone to some, like, Eastern Con- or Western Conference team so that I never had to think about him again. And right on cue, people started posting about how Steve Eiserman is a genius. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's such a genius for a player basically deciding that he only wants to go to Detroit. Like, wow, how... What a yeah. genius. He still gave up a first round pick for a player who apparently wasn't going anywhere else. Yeah, also like he I don't know. It, my thing is that whenever anyone is like Steve Eiserman is a genius, I just want to like reply like Ben Sherat cat friendly. Like, okay, yeah. There is your genius. You should. 
I'm going to start. Everyone, if you see anyone talking about the Yeiser plan, just just reply, venture hot cap friendly. <laughs> this is the new response. And you know what? Topical uh, subject. I know that Instagram's new app Threads is bad because a while ago I got on Threads and I posted Steve Iserman more like Steve Iser mid and it only got like seven likes when it would have gone viral on Twitter. So everybody, I know you can't delete the Threads app, but stop using Threads. It's so bad. Yeah, I don't even, I don't have it. That I, We were talking about this before we started recording. It's like if Twitter dies, I die with it because that's where I live. <laughs> yeah, we will only exist on this podcast and yeah. on silver7suns.com in mm-hmm. my case um, if Twitter dies. But so far, it's still kicking. Yeah, the only it's... the only thing is Threads does have Frank Senators and Twitter doesn't. So I do go on Threads to read Frank Senators posts because uh, he's just fully switched over. And honestly, I'm kind of annoyed because I'm like, buddy, I really like your posts and your threads are great. But like, I, I hate the rest of threads, you know? So Frank, yeah. <laughs> I'm rejecting him as if his real name is Frank, but I know his real name. <laughs> Frank Senators, if you're listening, just know that I'm very upset about this development. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I was wondering, because yeah, I don't have threads. And I was like, where has Frank Senators gone? That makes sense that it's threads. I'll send you a screenshot of every thread he posts. Thank you. You know what? Actually, I, I know it's a dying platform. So it's like no one, like, it doesn't matter if you go viral on Twitter that much anymore. Like, it'll be gone probably. I don't know. It's going to die soon. I really feel. But it's like, if you could just, like, a Twitter account that just posts, like, Frank Senator's threads <laughs> screenshots, like, that's worth, like, that's going to get, like, at least 2,000 followers first day, I think. We'll protest him leaving Twitter by just copy-pasting all of his <laughs> tweets and claiming them as our own. Perfect. <laughs> Frank Senator, this is a warning and a threat. <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> you're going down with us. Um, yeah, anyways, speaking of things that are dying, I guess, the man era is dead in the Ottawa Senator's organization. Damn, yeah. So Trent Mann got fired not long after his brother Troy Mann got fired. Uh, Trent Mann is the scouting guy. And uh, uh, I don't know, people are very weird about the band, the band brothers because everyone seems to think that they're geniuses and like, you know, the, the backbone of the rebuild and like they're going to get a job somewhere else. And yet you look at their track record and you're like, they kind of suck. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that the thing everyone points to is, like, the Shane Pinto thing, because I guess Mm. Trent Mann was the one who was like, if you don't draft Shane Pinto, I am quitting, or something. Like, he he was, like, very dramatic about it. He, like, fair enough, because, like, Shane Pinto is pretty good. So that was a good one. But, like, yeah, like, the Tyler Boucher pick, like, was that them, too? Because it's like, I think that more than cancels out the Shane Pinto pick. Like, was it the... 2021 draft like there was one draft where like literally they have not held on to anyone except the first round pick right like they've just let everyone go it's like like ben roger like he's got like it's like it's very i don't know it's it's kind of like our version i guess of the Heiser plan where it's like this it's like we just think or like a lot of not us specifically but like a lot of people on sunspitters just think that like they are geniuses and it's like I mean, some of, like, okay, I guess, like, yeah, Brady Kachuk, good pick. I, if they were responsible for that, like, good job. But it's, like, 
a lot of people do good picks in the first round. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not like, obviously Brady Kachuk was a good pick, but like Tim Stutzla, like he was always going to go in the top three. So it's like, you didn't have to, I could have done that one. Yeah. So it's like, I and don't like, know. If you know, Jake Sanderson was a little bit off the board and that worked out, but it's still just kind of like, he was still going to go pretty high, yeah. right? I don't know. But we will, like, I don't know. Goodbye to them, I guess. I don't really know how respond. I guess we'll find out how good they were if, like, the sentence drafting gets even worse. Then we'll miss them yeah. more. No, that's really depressing, the thought of it getting worse. Oh, no. Um, But also, like, okay, the most iconic thing about this firing, the thing that's like, I'm still waiting for an update on this. There was this rumor going around that apparently he's been banned from the CTC since his brother got fired, which is insane. Like, the fact that I forget which media person dropped that information, and then we just never got a follow up on it. That's actually so funny, but also, why is my dream to be employed, but also banned from my place of employment so that I don't have to do anything? (laughs) I'm also like, damn, I feel like if I worked with my brother and he got fired, like, I would also do something that got me banned from the CTC. I want to know what he did. Like, yeah, I I like, because actually, yeah, if someone like fired my sibling i'd be like i'd be like screw you no but then i'd stay to like t- like tear them down from the inside maybe that's why he was fi- maybe that's what he started doing and they were like oh god okay we got to let him go yeah possibly um so anyways eagerly anticipating that update um treadman is iconic for that and only that um anyway i think that's every sense update we had i don't Again, I've been touching too much grass, sadly, so I don't know if there's anything else we wanted, anything else that happened. No, not that I know of. It's been pretty quiet. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously there were some things that happened before our uh, very fun episode two weeks ago. Um, But you know what? That's long enough now that we don't need to talk about. And it's not even that interesting. The Sens are being boring this offseason. So instead, we are finally pulling through with the segment that we know you've all been waiting for. Uh, We're finally going to do a mailbag episode. So we asked you guys for questions. We asked on Twitter, on Tumblr, and on threads, although we got like no responses on threads except one person asking the same question they'd already asked on Twitter. So further proof that threads sucks. But anyways, finally, we have our mailbag questions. Do you want to start us off with our first question? Yes, and this is, they're all very good questions. This one was a personal fave. Uh, Margaret O'Toole asked, what do you eat when you go to a Sens game? Full period-by-period breakdown, and what is your go-to Tim Hortons order? This is a great question, because I don't know if we've revealed this on the pod yet. We haven't. We were saying at the time, we were like, we got to reveal this one day, and finally, the perfect moment has arrived. Yeah, so Beata and I actually went to a Sens game together. We will not reveal which one it was or who won or anything that happened except for the food we ate. So, dr- like, dramatic reveal, the food we ate together was... Golden Palace egg rolls. And we had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> they were great. Yeah, I would say, the thing is, the food at the CTC is, like, kind of expensive. And also, it's like, when are you going to find time to eat? Like, if you want to go in the intermission, it's going to be super busy. If you want to go before the game, then, like, 
sure, but you're going to be eating while you're trying to watch the warm-ups if you want to watch warm-ups. Like, uh, I don't know. Just eat before you get there and then have little snacks is my approach. I agree. I also, the other thing I normally get at hockey games is popcorn just because I love popcorn. And whenever We shared popcorn too, didn't we? Oh, yes, we did. I totally forgot about that. Genius. Yeah. So whenever there's popcorn being sold, I will eat that as well. So that is what I eat at Sense Games. Yeah. And the second part of the question, what is your go-to Tim Hortons order? Um, I would say like, okay, with most places, I am a person who will try, well, at least with some places, I got to try everything on the menu. You know, like I go to Starbucks. I'm like, I don't have a go-to Starbucks order i don't go frequently enough to have one thing that i love i gotta try all the fun drinks on the menu however mm-hmm. tim hortons maybe it's because a lot of their stuff is really bad uh i always order the exact same thing and it's the french vanilla and actually okay months ago you put me onto the french vanilla because i like i had like i was like what should i start drinking at tim hortons and guys the French vanilla at Tim Hortons actually goes so crazy. I don't drink it in like the summer because it's too hot. Mm-hmm. So when it's summer and I want a cold drink, I get iced coffee, but French vanilla goes crazy. I also do just like a tea, just like any tea with milk. And okay, I will do free promo for Tim Hortons for this reason. Like I've been telling everyone in my life about this. They have these new cookies with like, there's one that's a Rocky Road cookie, and it's a double chocolate cookie with marshmallows and walnuts, and it is so good. Like, I cannot oh, recommend okay. it enough, because I used to love the double chocolate cookie at Tim Hortons, and then they discontinued it, and I don't know why, because I ate so many, I single-handedly thought I was keeping them, like, in business for that, but the Rocky Road one goes so crazy. Every time I go to Tim Hortons, there's only, like, one or two left. So, like, it's popular. I'm praying they never take it away from me because it's so good. Everyone try it. It's very delish. I was sad recently because there is a Tim Hortons that is, like, along my uh, commute to work. But it's, like, it's where I change buses, right, to go to work. And, okay, the first time I went into this Tim Hortons, I was like, oh, I'm going to get a French vanilla before work because I love the French vanilla. It's so good. And they said, oh, we don't have French vanilla, which I couldn't believe. I was like, are they out of it today? That's wild. And so I got an ice cap. That's the other thing that I will drink from there. Um, And then I went back the next time and I was like, finally, French vanilla. And they said, we don't serve French vanilla at this location. What? I've never heard of this. It's literally the best thing on the menu. That's so crazy because French vanilla, okay, I don't know if anyone's ever been to like a self-serve Tim Hortons. It's literally just like a butt, it's like a machine to do it. So I guess they just like don't have the machine, but that's insane because it's actually so good. It tastes like, I don't even know what it is. It doesn't taste like coffee at all. So like if you don't like coffee. It's a good gateway into coffee, right? Yeah, it was definitely one of the first like coffees that I started drinking. Yeah. I realized it was good. Also, many people in the comments, when you asked for recommendations for Tim Hortons, said that the French vanilla was too sweet for them. To those people, I say, learn to find, like, find joy in your life. It's not too sweet. Um, learn it's actually to, really not. Like, it's not. Oh, you you think you're so much better than everyone else because you think the French vanilla is too sweet. Um, get Drink eat more sugary things, um, <laughs> drink more sugary drinks. You, you can't just deny yourself joy like this. I agree. Like if someone is not a sugary treat or beverage person, okay. 
unless it's like for a medical reason like if you have like diabetes then like manage that however you need to like blah blah whatever but it's like if that's just like you're like you taste it and you're like this is too sweet this is too sugary that's disappointing and I always think that they have a superiority complex about it even if mm-hmm. they're really normal I'm like oh so you think you're better than me because like you find the french vanilla too it's sweet like, you know that tweet that's like oh you only had an iced coffee for breakfast <laughs> today should we tell everyone should we invite Bella Hadid that's me when people are like oh this thing is too sugary for me oh oh it's too sweet for you should we tell everyone <laughs> should we throw a party yeah, yeah so everyone go try french vanilla and go try a rocky road cookie they are so good that's our recommendation so keeping with the theme of food takes and our orders at various places louie from the Zoobcast asks what is each of your go-to kettleman's order need the two the true bagel connoisseur to weigh in here you you go first because you're the real the real like bagel person Okay, I will say I don't always get to go to Kettleman's because Kettleman's is only in a few locations. I won't reveal which locations I frequent or in oh, what wow. city. Oh, wow. You're basically doxing yourself by <laughs> announcing that you don't live near Kettleman's. Yeah, but when I am near Kettleman's, my go-to order... Okay, I love a Western bagel, which is like... It's like basically the like the sandwich that that is. It's like an omelet almost. It just has like... It's just like egg with like peppers, I think onions and like ham or something. And I have it always on a toasted sesame bagel. The other thing I get now is Kettleman's will do like, uh, they do like, I don't know what it's called. I think it's called like Kettleman special, but it's just like cream cheese, smoked salmon, and then like whatever, I think tomato, onion, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that is also very good, but everything always on toasted sesame seed bagel. What is your go-to? So my go-to, since I was a little kid, and like I was a big Kettleman's fan as a kid because there used to be a Kettleman's on my way to my riding lessons, which were very far away, obviously. Um, And I think that Kettleman's shut down, but there used to be one. And so every time I had a riding lesson, I I think it was on the way back, I would always go to Kettleman's and I would go in there smelling like horses in my riding gear, being like, I'm the coolest person ever. Everyone knows that I ride horses because uh, I was that kind of horse girl. Um, but anyways, since I was a little kid, my order has always been the Club Classic. And I always get it without tomatoes because I don't like tomatoes. That one has just been like, it's so, it's so good. I love it. And more recently, I've also ordered the CBC Melt a few times. I find that one's pretty good. I'm definitely going to try the Western next time. Thank you for the recommendation. Um, one thing I haven't tried yet that I want to try, see that, that was my bagel recommendation. Oh, and always on a toasted sesame, um, cause that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. One thing I haven't tried though, is I know that in recent years they've come out with a bagel that's, that's called the LGBT <laughs> and it's lettuce, bacon, guacamole, and tomatoes. But the thing is, I can't order this because as I said, I don't like tomatoes and it's problematic to order an LGB without the T. That's a political stance that I disagree with and it feels wrong. So that's why I haven't ordered it. Everyone, please weigh in. Is it appropriate to order an LGB without the T at Kettleman's? Or should I order an LGBT and take out the tea myself, which also seems problematic? Or do I just have to eat the tomatoes? I feel like it's transphobic almost that tomatoes have to be the tea because a lot of people don't like tomatoes. And 
but it's sad that like if you just like want your bagel preference it makes you a turf like it's I know right climate but it's very upsetting yeah well because lettuce bacon and guacamole sounds great I would love that guacamole is a great addition and like why did they have to make the g like the best thing in it like come on yeah oh gosh that's like that's so sad it says a lot about our society really it really does um anyway that was an awesome question i like i love talking about bagels so sticking with the bagel theme at oily gifts asked when will at eric's burner change their name to bagel influencer and i have changed my bio to bagel influencer it's in my bio now on twitter um but i almost like want to keep it like it's not a secret because like i tweet about bagels like quite a bit now but like I almost want to keep it where it's like it's not going to be my name because then it's like you have to like know me to know like the bagel thing like you have to listen to this podcast you have to like follow me you have to check my bio and then you'll like unlock that like bit of lore that makes sense to me yeah so next Tate Fraser asks well okay so this question was asked before our episode with uh Megan and Victoria I'm not sure if it's funnier before that or after that but Tate asks not a question but could you say something mean about Joel Farabee um legally no we can't (laughs) I think Victoria would order like a cease and desist um Victoria would demand that our last episode be taken down yeah I'm so sorry I think I've tweeted I, I have tweeted some mean things about Joel Therapy, which, like, literally I only do it because I'm like, this is funny. It, but, like, I have nothing against the guy. Like, he seems he's, fine. He's a little easy to make fun of. Maybe that's yeah. a mean thing to say. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, sadly, we can't because <laughs> Victoria might kill us. But I'm, like, just imagine the worst thing that you could say about Joel Therapy and imagine we said that. Yeah, feel free to do that. Mm-hmm. So Tate also asked, which new Sen is going to be the most entertaining this year, th- this season? Um, <laughs> Personally, I'm excited for Boko Imama. Um, oh, yeah. Mostly because of the friendship. He's the one I'm most excited about because of the friendship with Thomas Shabbat. I mean, apparently he gets into a lot of fights and stuff. Uh, I think he's going to be in Belleville a lot. But, you know, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I think in terms of Belleville, there's like some fun people who we'll talk about later a little more because there's a different question that is more related. Um, but in terms of like actual like like the Sens and the NHL, um, like like as of right now, it's Kubalik and Corpusalo are like the two people we got who I knew about prior. So it's like I don't know if either of them are gonna be that. I guess like in theory, Corpusalo could be fun because it's like mm-hmm. if he just like. I guess it's fun to know, like, will he be good or will he be not good? So, like, it'll be fun in the lead up. But then if he's not good, I think it won't be fun anymore. It'll be entertaining, though. Yeah. That was the question. Oh, yeah. I missed. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing. It's not about fun. It's about entertaining. And Corpus Allo will be the most entertaining. Unless he's, like, mid, then it won't be that entertaining. But So we think that Corpus Allo will not be mid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he will be either good or bad. And that yeah. will be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question is from at Arson and Hockey, who asks, go to women's hockey player. So I'm assuming that's like favorite women's hockey player, right? Mm-hmm. I So I would say, okay, 
technically, my favorite player is Mathie Philippe I love her so much. However, that's really basic, right? So sometimes when I'm trying to be a little bit original, a little bit not like other girls, and people are like, who's your favorite women's hockey player? I love to say my favorite PHF player and one of my favorite women's hockey players, one of my favorite hockey players ever, which is Michaela Grant-Mentis. Please sign with a team that I love now that the PHF is no more and you can sign wherever and you don't have to go to Buffalo. Um, I would, I would love that very much. Yeah. This is an excellent answer. I also think, um, I don't know in terms of, yeah, like Sarah nurse is also mm-hmm. a fave of mine. I think she's very good. And then a PHF fave also, I guess PHF doesn't exist anymore, which is very sad, but Carly Jackson is True, true. Yeah. Carly Jackson is like a cult fave, kind of. Yeah. Pro tip if you are a women's hockey player and want to be everyone's favorite, post on Twitter. Yeah. But only only if you have good takes and you're posting fun things. Um, Mm -hmm. Certain women's hockey players should never post. (laughs) Very true. Leveroux sisters, never post. Delete your accounts, please. Um, Sorry, we're getting weirdly political now. Yeah. But yeah, so this is an are... anti-transphobia podcast. To be yeah, clear, <laughs> exactly, and that's not political. That's just—it's not. That's just the truth. But yeah, so those are some of our faves. Um, yeah, I don't know. If yeah. We... Um. So next question at well, Reckit uh, is at Reckit fifteen on Twitter asks, "What is the best food vendor in the CTC?" I mean, I think we already answered this. Mm-hmm. It's Golden Palace. Yeah. And whoever sells the popcorn. <laughs> Those are the two best ones. That too. I do think it's cool that the CTC has Farm Boy. That's very Ottawa. It's very oh, cool. Neat. It's like, because don't they have that? Do they still? Because I know for a while they had like Farm Boy Fresh Zone or whatever. And it was like food that's not hamburgers and hot dogs and poutine. But then at the same time, it's like when you're at a hockey game, don't you kind of want the really greasy food? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I don't know. I guess it's like if you're so Ottawa pilled, then you have to have Farm Boy. I'm more glad it exists as an option, but yeah. I don't. I don't really lean towards it. As I said, I'm an eat before and then have some snacks at the CTC mm-hmm. kind of person. That's how you save money. That's true. Farm Boy also at the CTC kind of gets CanCon vibes, but like specifically mm, for Ottawa. Yeah. So I kind of like that. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second question from Reckit is, who do you think is Mark Mathot's meow meow? <laughs> this is a hilarious question. I think Derek Broussard is my like, which is sad because that means like the best person and the worst person have the same because like Poppy loves Derek yeah. Broussard. But like, I think it's like, I just remember him posting a lot about, like, how Derek Broussard was just, like, because, yeah, I guess, like, they are friends, so. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not a meow meow meow, then, like, maybe they're yeah. just friends. What, I, what I'm thinking is, I think we need to gatekeep the term meow meow a little bit more, <laughs> because if you're not cool, you don't get to have a meow meow. Like, yeah. Mark Mathot probably doesn't want us to think he has a meow meow, because he's too cool for that, and so we don't get to, like include him on our side of twitter by saying that he has a meow meow that's true i rescind the Derek brassard comment he has none i, I also like have mark Mathot blocked on twitter and don't listen to his podcast so i actually have no idea what his takes on yeah. hockey are and i'm really happy about that personally yeah i think i i don't have him blocked so i think he liked Derek brassard but if i'm wrong that's even better because it's like i really don't pay attention to the guy um yeah i have no idea 
he doesn't have a meow meow. So I think one time, like, he was asked this, maybe by at Rocket 15, but I think he was like, what is a meow meow? And I'll answer your question. And it's like, oh, God. Yeah. And then actually, he did. That did happen. And what I remember is that the Sense dipshit replied with, like, one of the best tweets I've ever seen. It was something about a meow meow is when you want a player to be your little pet that you have in your lap and you pet them. Um, which, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what a meow meow is. Yeah, so I don't think Mark was the last one. That was a good answer on your part, but exactly. Um, so the next question is from Ross Ian Commons. So that's it, Ross from Silver Seven on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Sorry the, for leaking your Tumblr at <laughs> Ross. Yeah, we can bleep it out if we have to, but um, we won't. <laughs> so two questions. The first one is: the CRA keeps readjusting my 2021 taxes. Can you give me advice on how to solve this? So this is a callback to two episodes ago when we were talking about how we will help everyone with their taxes um what i would say is just ignore it and then if you get in trouble be like but i'm just a little guy and i didn't know what i was doing and then it's fine to give more tax advice i'm pretty sure they're optional so just don't don't (laughs) bother (laughs) exactly um as we know, taxes suck. We don't pay taxes. <laughs> exactly. Taxes are too high, especially for the rich. <laughs> um, and the second question is, can you give me a shout out on the podcast? Just say that I'm a decent human being. Of course. Ross is great. Ross recruited me to Silver 7. He's the entire reason that I am a Sens influencer. So if you have hate, comments to send to me please send them to ross um because it's his fault that i have a platform on here that's that wasn't a very nice thing to say about him was it um (laughs) ross is great though 10 out of 10 great person i agree okay um so the next question oh wait you can do the next one i think i read the last one (laughs) okay so next one um and to be clear yeah now we're moving into some of the tumblr asks uh you can follow us on Tumblr at elitesensbrain.tumblr.com and you can always send us asks. So an anonymous user asked a very interesting question. It is, Ottawa has a history of animals being let loose in or around various landmarks, in parentheses, snake at Herdman Station, raccoon at Rito McDonald's, we all know the lore. <laughs> Which Ottawa senator would be involved in such an incident? Which landmark would it take place in? What animal is featured, or is it, and is it accidental or malicious? So basically, we're being asked to write fanfiction. Yeah. So for for this, would you like to do like a Mad Libs thing where we each pick one of the elements? <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. Okay. So right off the bat, I'm gonna. I have to pick. I think we would have had the same answer for who is involved. I think it's got to be Josh Norris. Like, I think it oh, has oh, to easily. be. I mean, to be fair, Josh Norris has kind of already been involved in one of these incidents when he let Anton Forsberg's dog loose. That's true. Okay, so the player is Josh Norris. Which landmark would it take place in? Oh, no, you put me on the spot. Um, What landmark? What landmark? Um, The <laughs> dinosaur exhibit at the uh, Nature Museum. Good answer. Okay. That's an excellent answer. Okay. What animal is featured? This is for you. What animal is featured? Okay, so basically, like, in my mind, he's doing it in, like, a benevolent way. So it's like, <laughs> he is, like, freeing an animal. So, like, in my mind, it's like, 
I don't even know. I, for some reason, Bunny keeps popping up. I really feel like he, like, caught a bunny and just, like, felt that the nature museum was the best place for it. (laughs) (laughs) And is it accidental or malicious? I mean, obviously accidental. Like, it was on purpose, but he didn't know that it wasn't allowed. (laughs) Like, I really feel Nature Museum is perfect because he'd be like, I have an animal. I must bring it to the Nature Museum. True. (laughs) Um, Alternate answer could also be uh, um, after having read that article about Shane Pinto and Jake Sanderson and their guinea pigs. I feel like they could accidentally let their guinea pig, the the one remaining guinea pig that has not died, they they would accidentally let it. Yeah, I don't trust them. Not- but I think our ad lib version was better. Yeah, for that one, it wouldn't even be at a landmark. It would just like I guess their apartment counts as a landmark. The CTC is a landmark. Yeah, perfect. So the next question comes from transgender dash delight on Tumblr. I think I mispronounced that. But... No, I think you got it right. Oh, okay, I got it. Nice. Okay, so which Ottawa senator is going to fumble the cup and drop it in the canal during the victory parade? They also say, heart you both, which is very nice. Maybe heart too. you as well. But, um, okay, that is an excellent question. Who do you think? I mean, I think, once again, we got to go yeah. Josh Norris. Like, that, it just, it's going to be him. The thing is that, like, my answer is always going to be Josh Norris. But if we have to answer someone other than Josh Norris, um... Okay, here's the thing. I feel like if we're talking about who would drop the cup into the canal by accident, Josh Norris. If we're talking about who would do it on purpose, Brady Kachuk. Or potentially Claude Jigou. I, yeah, I was going to say Brady Kachuk on purpose is a big one i think brady kachuk like will get very drunk and then just be like yeah it's tradition you know he read the wikipedia page he knows he knows we got to do it i also feel like the chances of the cup getting dropped into the canal increase if brady kachuk and josh norris are like in the same place like if they are together the cup is getting dropped into the canal they they will like hype each other up and decide on this individually i'm less sure but together 100 percent it's like they are the two who like have to be separated in class because it's like they will just yeah. like egg each other on like yeah so it's like they are gonna do it so look forward to it next season it would be hold on brady would suggest it as a joke and then josh would do it for real thinking that brady was not joking <laughs> that's actually so true okay uh so next question do you want to so an anonymous user asks if so, we're continuing with the theme of Josh Norris here. Obviously, the main character of the Sens and this podcast. Uh, this person asks if Josh Norris's shoulder were a Taylor Swift song, which would it be? So we're not talking about Josh Norris the person. We're talking about just the shoulder. What do you think? I have an answer. Okay, in Babe, that Taylor Swift wrote for Little Big Town, and then also or. Er, Maybe a little bit. I don't remember who Taylor Swift wrote it for. I'm not going to look it up. No one cares. But also, she released it as a vault track on Red. There's a specific line that says, I'm breaking down. And then she says, I break down every time you call. So I think it's got to be that. My suggestion was out of the woods. Because it's like, Uh, when is this finally going to get fixed? Like, are we out of the woods yet? Is your shoulder fixed? And also that line that's, uh, we were built to fall apart. I mean, I'm not oh. saying anything about the doctors that rebuilt Josh Norris's shoulder, but clearly it was built to fall apart again. 
That's actually excellent. And then I guess if like, I guess if it's all good, then it could be like clean. Cause it's like clean is not necessarily the way you would describe like a thick shoulder, but it's like, that is kind of the resolution of like, yes, we're good. Like it's finally over type thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. we've emerged from it. So I guess it just depends on like what happens if it breaks again, then it's babe. For now it's out of the woods. And if we're good, then it's clean. Great answer. So next, Jack Baines asks, how are the new sends fitting into the team romance network? I don't know what you're talking about. We've never talked about any polycules or romance network. What? We have no idea. Um, But yeah, so if we were to answer based on, I guess we're amateurs. We've never spoken about this before. But I would say, I think we discussed this a bit before recording, in terms of NHL sends, I like it's just again cor- like Corpusal and Kubalik and it's like they don't really I don't know if they're gonna fit in like I don't know anything about them yet but AHL is a different story because two of the players signed mostly to the AHL team but like the two-way contracts are long-term friends of Thomas Shabbat so I mean do I really need to elaborate on that it's Thomas Shabbat <laughs> yeah that's exactly it so i think pretty well this this Um, makes me think of this tweet that like i think about constantly it is just like perpetually lodged in my brain uh by at nux sleep demon from like a year ago i know exactly what you're talking about said friend of thomas shabbat is starting to sound a lot like friend of dorothy which is like every time we acquire a friend of, Sh- of Thomas Shabbat, that's what I think about. I'm so sorry to those players, but they probably don't even know what that means. So like, it's fine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they definitely don't know what that means. And that makes it like even funnier. So yeah, that's our answer is that for NHL sends, it's boring. But for AHL sends, it's going to be awesome. Lots of friends of Thomas Shabbat, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Um. So next question at, hold on, I don't actually know they're at. Just Gulk, real Gulk, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Asked, would you love me if I were a, if I was a worm? I don't think yeah. Gulk can have a physical form, but like, yes, if you were, then yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think when we're talking about Gulk, the like Gulk being a worm just kind of adds to the intrigue. It's like, how did the Sens sign this worm? How is this worm like wearing number five and playing for the Sens? You know, is is the worm a low character guy? but like either way we would we would still love gulk yeah so a next question comes from at patty ken 32 and i believe the question is just emil bemstrom and that's the question um yeah yeah, agreed that's a for those who don't know that's a player on the columbus blue jackets whose name sounds a lot like eric brandstrom and yeah we're a fan yeah i like eric brandstrom so i'm good with eric brandstrom knockoffs i don't know if that's mean to emil benstrom but it's not mean it's just complimentary toward eric brandstrom very true so finally we have the most incredible question we've been saving this for the end even though this was the first ask we received on tumblr i this is the most incredible ask and it's very long i don't know how to intro this except to say why don't you read the whole thing all the way through, and then we will go back and unpack what this says. Okay, sounds good. I get to do the honors, or yes. should we go paragraph by paragraph? No, no, no. You, you do the whole thing. Okay. 
<laughs> and then we will comment on it. So anonymous user said, hello, Elite Sense Brains. This is not a question and more of a proposal. I think it would be fun to share how we got into the sense, mostly because I think I have a pretty unique journey. This journey is only interesting to me, but I just thought I, but I thought I'd just share anyways. First of all, how much do you know about Jane Austen fanfiction? All you need to know is that in 2018, AO3 user a Marguerite created a Pride and Prejudice retelling set in the modern day world of competitive figure skating. In short, the Bennets are ice dancers, Bingley is a single skater, and Darcy is a retired two-time Olympic gold medalist skater who is also Bingley's coach. Also, he is Quebecois. How is this relevant to the sense? Well, spoilers for Pride and Prejudice plus this fic. In this fic, Lizzie goes to Hunsford, a rehab facility, for an injury and meets Ryan Fitzwilliam, Ottawa senator. He happens to be Darcy's cousin. In this fic, they have a little summer romance. Ryan Fitzwilliam is a beloved character. This was my first experience with the sense, fictionalized or IRL, and it was a good one. For years, the only NHL teams I knew were the Penguins and the Sens. That was the entire league to me. Flash forward two years. We are all stuck at home. I've resorted to watching clips of my favorite game show, Jeopardy. One day, my YouTube pay- homepage recommends me. Alex Trebek helps the Ottawa Senators draft Tim Stutzla. At this point, I, of course, developed a parasocial relationship with my favorite game show host, and I click on this video. I am suddenly hit with a memory. Hey, isn't this the NHL team from my favorite Pride and Prejudice fanfic? Oh, wow, it is. And Alex Trebek is announcing their pick? Tim Stutzla, you are my favorite NHL player. Did I get into hockey back then? No, I did not. Flash forward one year later. There's a popular Tumblr post that goes around of a single Twitter screenshot. The original tweet, five games for Kachuk being soft. The quoted retweet, his flesh was soft between another man's teeth. Hockey fans are insane. Of course, I thought this was hilarious and I want and wanted to see the actual video of someone getting bitten. I sleuth around the internet trying to find who this Kachuk man is. Ah, wait, Brady Kachuk of the Ottawa Senators? The Sens yet again? And I watched that video and I fall into the hole. The rest is history. I don't even know what to say. I've had a month to like process this. And this is still like, I can't believe this. That is so incredible. I love, it's like, it's so like serendipitous so many times. It's like, it's crazy that it's like so many iconic moments that are just like random. Because like Alex Trebek is so iconic, like that moment. And also like Brady Kachuk being bitten is so iconic. It's like, that's just so incredible that like it was all interwoven with like Pride and Prejudice fanfic as well. Right. Like if if somebody were to say, if you ask somebody like, how did you get into the sense? And they answered any one, just one of the three answers, Pride and Prejudice fanfiction, Alex Trebek or Bitegate, you would have been like, that's the best story ever. I'm obsessed. This person has all three. I read this and I was like, is this real or is this person just trying to come up with a fun story? And I've decided I don't care. And also, I'm pretty sure it's real. We'll get into that in a minute. I think, yeah, I think it's definitely got to be real. Um, and I just like, thank you for sharing this. Like, it's so much better. Because like, everyone else's story is boring. Everyone, oh, my dad and like watched The Sense. So I watched The Sense. Boring and lame. This is the new bar. Like the bar has been set. Right? I also love, yeah, that this person starts out with like, let's all share how we got into the sands. I don't think my story is that interesting. Like, are you kidding me? You think we have better stories than this? We really, I don't think anyone in the world does. Just incredible. Mine is like, my mom is a Canucks fan and I grew up watching the Canucks, but I lived in Ottawa. So I also started watching the sands. 
Yeah. And I got into the sense because of that. Okay, mine is like family members. Like it's boring, but this mm-hmm. this is a story. It is. Yeah. Wait. Let's let's go through this quickly. So yeah, to share, fun to share how we got into the sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The thing about Jane Austen fan fiction. First of all, I am not personally familiar with Jane Austen fan fiction. I do read a lot of book fan fiction. Um, personally, have never gravitated toward Jane Austen. However, after this ask, I was so obsessed with this ask that I was like, I need to find this fanfic. And because this person gave the author of the fanfic, I looked up that author, I scrolled through their AO3 and found, interestingly, that that fic had actually been taken down. So I went to this person's Tumblr and I managed to find a PDF, like a Google Drive link to a PDF of this fic. And just just to be clear over right now, I'm not going to give details about the fic. I'm not going to make fun of it. I respect that, you know, generally making fun of fanfic writers is always bad. I'm a fanfic writer myself, not RPF, but book fanfic writer. So I'm not going to do that. I also respect that this person, like, obviously took the fic off AO3, so it doesn't want it to be, like, easy to find. But I had to read it. I had to. And, like, it wasn't really my cup of tea, but I can understand why this would be your favorite fic. This was a lot of effort to go to for, like... A mailbag episode. <laughs> but yeah, all this to say, I don't even know. But yeah, okay. I will say, yes, my like, I'm trying not to give too much information about the fic or like make fun of it. I did enjoy many aspects of it. I enjoyed that, okay, this person mentioned that one of the characters is Quebecois, which is a hilarious thing that happens in so many hockey AUs. Why do authors make random characters Quebecois? It's the funniest thing I've ever read. Anyways, they mentioned that, but they failed to mention that a different character, I forget which one, is from Newfoundland. And like, there's this whole scene where they go to Newfoundland. And I was reading this, I was like, why Newfoundland of all places? Like, this author is so clearly not Canadian, why Newfoundland? And then the moment they go to Newfoundland, it becomes incredibly clear that the author is like a massive fan of the hit musical Come From Away, which I respect. <laughs> so I love it when that kind of stuff is included. There was also a mention of Susie Q Donuts at yeah. one point. Yeah, wait. So yeah, so Vianna, like, t- like, because I didn't read it, but like, I got mm. some like notes on it. Susie Q Donuts do make an appearance and it's like awesome. It's like, that's incredible. Yeah, there wasn't as much Suns content as I was expecting. Um, I don't think I ever actually finished it. I like once we got to the Suns part, I was like, cool, I found the Suns <laughs> and then and then stopped. But yeah, I mean I can see why it was your favorite. I yeah, I still can't believe why guys tell us in the comments why do you think that fanfic writers insist on making characters Kivikwa in their hockey AU? <laughs> I think it's just, like, to add intrigue. (laughs) It's so funny, but it's also so funny to hear the way, like, Americans talk about Quebecois people because they'll use, like, French stereotypes. Like, people from France, they'll use those stereotypes and apply them to Quebecois people. That's so... You know what? That's, like... That's so funny. I bet French people are deeply offended by that, too. (laughs) No kidding. not like when you do that. It's like, okay, I'm about to, like announce something very embarrassing about the type of fanfic I read um I once read a like Marauders fanfic that was a hockey AU and obviously I do not endorse JK Rowling's views 
the only reason I read Marauders fanfic is because I know that JK Rowling is strongly against it and it makes me fun. No, it is also good fanfic. Anyways, this was a while ago. There's this really famous fic that's like a hockey AU. And like if you if you're if you read that type of fanfic, you know which fic I'm talking about. And in it, they made serious black Quebecois. Like he was the player that was Quebecois. And it's funny because like in the books, like his family motto is in French, and you know, he's like very high class, like, you know, very rich family and everything. So in a lot of fic, they'll describe him as like they assume that he speaks a bit of French, right? And like Oh my god, reading that and realizing that they had turned that into, like, he's Québécois. I, like, I, I couldn't get over it. Like, it took me out of the whole fic. It was also, like, not a very good fanfic. I'm sorry, it's overrated. But, like, <laughs> why do they do this? That's so incredible. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's very much not a one-to-one thing. Like, if you're, like, French in Europe, it does not make you like, Québécois in Canada. Like, it's different. <laughs> Like, you ask any Canadian, like, what stereotypes are applied to Québécois people, how people view Québécois people, and it's like, I'm not saying that those are good or accurate stereotypes, but, like, it is completely different from the way that French people are viewed. It really is. But, anyway, I don't know. Is that, is there anything else to say about? (laughs) That's it. Just had to have that tangent about why do fanfic writers write Québécois characters? They don't stop though. It's it's really funny to me. Like I love it. Um, it's awesome. Thank you for doing it. Thank you, and thank you to this person for um, sending us this wonderful ask. Yeah, I mean, like that fanfic. It was it was good. <laughs> it was like I didn't love it, but you know, I see why it was your favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah incredible story of how you got into hockey thank you to everybody else who sent us a question as well yes i hope our answers were satisfactory (laughs) let us know if they weren't (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure um so with that that is the end of our episode um you can follow us on twitter i am at c biata e i am at erickson's burner and of course, you can also follow us at Elite Sun's Brain, um, or you can follow us on Tumblr, elitesunsbrain.tumblr.com. You can also continue to ask us questions. Uh, we can answer them in a future episode, have little mailbag segments at the end, whatever. And especially if you have stories like that last one, please, please never hesitate to send us that kind of information. So yeah, go Suns, go. Go Suns, go. Bye. Bye.